So it's tricky. And I actually don't think it's a one size fits all answer. I think, and I have certainly been guilty is the wrong word, but guilty of this, where in the past, you know, I've sat with a pain for so long that I've actually become attached to it. I've sat with the story. I've sat with the victimhood. It's become like an addictive part of me. I had a breakup 2017 probably and like that hang hung around with me for way longer than it needed to because I forgot that I was in control of letting it go and it sort of became cemented as my story so you can definitely hold on to stuff for longer than you need to because after a while it almost becomes part of your protection mechanism it's like it's like trying not to get too excited about something in case it doesn't come off you know, or it's like waiting for the other shoe to drop kind of stuff. You actually become weirdly connected to it in the form of protection. Like, I need to remember how, how hurt I am so that I'm not going to get hurt again. While, I'm while I stay with this pain or this fear, I'm actually not moving on with the rest of my life. So I'm staying safe where I am. A lot of this really comes down to understanding and knowing yourself and being in constant communication with your intuition and your soul and your heart and also understanding that none of this is linear so healing isn't something that happens once healing is a decision or an experience that happens daily or weekly or monthly like the best way that I can describe it really is grief it's like my mum died four years ago and mainly now like I just get on with my life and it's fine but every now and then I will have like a moment of grief where it's so acute that it feels like someone's just told me that she's died. And there's always this tiny little voice in my mind that's like, you stupid girl. She's been dead for four years. What are you doing, stupid girl? And I have to remind myself that's not how emotion works. It's so... And it, maybe you've had this like with a part with an ex where you like thought you were over your ex and then something happens and you get really, really triggered by it. Because, you know, emotion doesn't sit by itself, like here. It's not like, this is the emotion of her as a result of that thing. And once I felt it and transcended it, then I can be free of it. Because it, like, it spawns into all this other stuff and it attaches itself to all these other triggers and all these other beliefs and all this other self-worth shit that we're still trying to figure out. And then sometimes as we level up, that bit gets triggered and you're like, why do I miss my ex-boyfriend today? I just went for a job interview. It doesn't, I don't even like him. What a wanker. But it like, it just comes back up again, right? Because it doesn't sit alone. You know, we are way more complex than that. We are way more nuanced. Our neurology, our emotional body, our soul, our memories, they're all infused in this one big hot pot. And so it's impossible sometimes to be like, I'm done with that. I just put a little bow on it and I'm done. And while in no way, shape or form am I qualified in terms of trauma therapy, one of the things that I know to be true is that, again, a bit like fear, sometimes it's just the shit that we need to learn to live with. Now, that doesn't mean that we need to be in the heightened experience of it and we can certainly desensitize ourselves to it and we can certainly learn to even love it at times. But, you know, there have been times in my life which have been really painful which honestly if I really reflect on them I can feel that feeling again I can feel what it felt like at my mum's funeral I can feel that moment that person dumped me I can feel all of that stuff 
and it's all interlinked with all of my childhood triggers and all my worries about being judged and all my worries about not being good enough and all my fear about being rejected and all of the feeling about being left out which is a direct result of being the third child and all my sisters were always better than me like I get that I just need to learn to fucking live with it. <laughs> I, I can keep analyzing that over and over and over and over and over again. Or I can be like, I'm going to feel this moment right now. I'm not going to judge myself for having it. I'm going to love myself through it. And I'm going to ask myself the question, what is the best way to love myself through this right now? If I was to love myself like the most important person in my life, how would I love myself through this moment? I'm going to give myself that moment. And then I'm going to let myself come out the other end of it. I'm going to be like, okay, what am I, uh, me and my trauma, me and my fear, off we go. Because it's part of who I am and it doesn't need, nothing about me needs to be fixed. Nothing about you needs to be fixed. Nothing. Nothing is broken. Nothing is wrong. It's just that some stuff is holding us in unresourceful patterns. And so that stuff we address. We give it more love. Ironically, we give it more airtime. <laughs> we give it more attention. And then using our discernment and sometimes a gentle nudge from the people that love us the most that can see things that we can't see, we travel with it. Absolutely, that's what I'm doing, going through right now. I need to remember the pain in order to avoid getting hurt again. Yes, I get that. I really get it. I realize that the thought that goes through my head when I meet new people is, how are you going to hurt me? What lesson are you here to teach me? Oh, I've got so much to say about that. You know, lessons can come in the most delightful ways as well as the most painful ways. And like, give yourself permission for it to be easy from here on in. Just because up until now, all of your lessons have come through pain, doesn't mean it has to continue to be that way. Like, give yourself permission for it to be easy from here on in. Give yourself permission for love to be the most delightful thing from here on in. Give yourself permission to trust yourself in a way that you've never trusted yourself before from here on in. And I'm going to tell you a piece of truth that's going to sound really contradictory to that. You're probably going to get your heart broken again. If not by a lover, then because somebody is going to die, or because there will be a natural end to a friendship, or because nothing lasts forever. And it's not about avoiding getting your heart broken. It's about learning how to love yourself through that process, because... As much as it hurts so much, like palpable, sometimes it's a visceral feeling not to have my mum in a physical sense here with me anymore. I would not love, have loved her any less while she was here. Like if I'd loved her less, if I'd spoken to her less, if I protected myself more, it would have still been as painful when she died. Like you are not all you're doing is causing yourself more pain by sitting behind that defense mechanism. Because you are cut, as, as you protect yourself from the possibility of getting hurt again, you're also blocking yourself from the inevitability of loving again. And that's all we really want, right? Is love. Doesn't matter if that comes through money or through business success or through the husband or through the kids, all we're looking for is love. So you are causing your own heartbreak. What I would highly recommend that everybody does is continue to work really, really hard on their own self-esteem and their own self-worth and sitting with their soul and sitting with those more spiritual concepts, which is that nothing lasts forever and a feeling is transient and whatever happens, you are going to be okay. And that it is okay to let some stuff go and there is nothing wrong with feeling pain and there is nothing wrong with feeling fear and there is nothing wrong with feeling heartbreak. They can be exquisitely beautiful feelings. It's evidence that you loved. How beautiful that you loved. 
So that's what I have to say about that.